If you or anyone around you are affected by the subjects of today's podcast, you can reach out to get help, advice or support from our charity partners, Women's Aid at womensaid.org.uk or the Yorkshire-based organisation IDAS at idas.org.uk. You can also find these links and reach out to us directly via our website, takebackthebeat.co.uk or email us at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Hi there. Welcome to Take Back the Beat. But no. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow, you joined in like halfway <laughs> through. She, do you want to do it again? Okay, ready? wait. Do you know the thing is, I got so excited <laughs> about the jingle that I forgot I was in it and I just wanted to listen to it. So I was literally just staring at you then. Okay. Okay. But I will go, can I be in this one? <sighs> okay, fine. Okay, you ready? Three, two, one. Take, Take Back the Beat. <laughs> There you go. Oh, God, I wasn't sure if you were just so, doing the voice. Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that. Professionals, singers, yeah. ladies and gents. We are. And we're really <laughs> excited about today's show. We've got an incredible, incredible person joining us. Yes. But before we do that, um, how we are going to start every podcast mm-hmm. is the Biscoff Challenge. Ooh. Ooh. So, Farah, yeah. on a scale of zero to a whole tub of Biscoff, how is your mental health this week? I mean, this week, I'm feeling it. Oh, I'm feeling myself. Feeling yourself. Yeah, I'm good. I feel like I've probably like peeled off the top and had a sniff. Wow, that sounded so (laughs) bad. (laughs) What? Oh, wait a minute. Ew. Okay. Wait, let me, let me. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Uh, In my head... It was like I was peeling that gold bit and I was like, do I need the spoon? And I was like, no, I'll just have a whiff. I'm stopping. I'm done. That's my Biscoff of the week. There you go. Now, how are you feeling? <laughs> that was honestly the best thing I think you've ever said. This really got uh, jay quick. Okay. <laughs> Farrah lowered the tone she 30 did. seconds in. I've really enjoyed it. Okay, you go. How are you this week? <laughs> yeah, I'd, honestly, like... I've had my moments this week yeah. and we've, we may have dipped into the jar, but we yeah. kept it in the kitchen. Amazing. It's not in the bedroom. Not in the bedroom yet. How um, is this? What is going what? on? Right. We take, Come stop on. It. Stop being rude. <laughs> stop being rude. Stop lowering stop, the tongue. Stop letting your mind go there, guys. I know. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I, yeah, actually it's, it's been all right this week. I think I've been really busy. I think that's kind of really helped me and I've got a focus. Um, I've like set a date for my new single to come out. and. Amazing. Everything's kind of plodding along. I've got like some artwork happening and things are on the move. Good. So yeah, it's it's good. I kept busy. In the moments that I've had a, oh, I could do with some Biscoff, mm-hmm. I've, I've actually been productive, which is really nice. So Good. Yeah. Good. We like this. So Biscoff's in the cupboard. This Amazing. Week for both of us. For both of us. Oh, great. Mine's time. opened, but it's not been touched. <laughs> and whiffed. Yeah. <laughs> God, everything I say now. I can't. I can't cope. (laughs) Okay, Miss Natalie Gray, tell us a little bit about our guest very quickly before we get her on today. We are here with an amazing guest today. Very exciting. You will have 100% seen her on the West End. She's absolutely incredible. Um, Her name is Peach. She's absolutely stunning. And we are so grateful that she's on today to talk to us. Yay. Yay. Hey, Peach, how you doing? 
Hi, thank you for having me on. It's nice to be here. Thank you. I mean, we do actually say <laughs> Peach is joined by two very cute floofs. Yes. Um, they're very cute. I'm, I didn't know that you had two very cute floofs and now I'm going to be stalking your Instagram daily. When Nat says floofs, Absolutely. she means dogs. She means dogs, dogs. <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> We're just praying that they don't go on a barking spree yes. at some point during the podcast, but apologies in advance. Oh. <laughs> They're independent. If they want to, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. We'll never quiet in a voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Peach, if you don't mind, if you just get straight in with it, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well... Well, yes, up until COVID, really, Mm -hmm. I guess I was um, a musical theatre performer and um, was lucky that was sort of my main job for quite a long time. And obviously now just sort of trying to head back into that, I guess. And I'm also uh, training to be a sex and relationship therapist as well. Because that's incredible. We all need something else. And that's sort of what I landed on. That's amazing. In terms of something else that I'm passionate about and want to, I want to sort of learn more about. Incredible. So, um, also, so on the 31st of January, um, you posted an Instagram post. Um, are you happy to talk yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Going straight into um, the deep end. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that post, obviously, it was you know. I guess I have to say that, you know, to any listeners, there is a trigger warning of um, of rape and sexual assault yep. um, or sexual abuse, I guess I could say as well, um, which came off the back of the story that was, you know, out out in the press mm. um, about the footballer. I don't know if I'm allowed to name names, so maybe I won't, about the footballer and his girlfriend. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she had released um, uh, footage uh, and statements about their relationship being sexually abusive and my post came out of a place of mostly seeing people ask the questions like why didn't she just leave then (laughs) or why didn't she come out with it sooner Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what was really kind is a lot of you know obviously there was a lot of support in response to my post um and a lot of people I called it brave but it it absolutely didn't come from a place of of wanting or trying to be brave I was actually just very angry yeah um and I I can quite I can talk quite openly about all of that stuff because at this point I've had my own therapy you know on it and I now feel quite disassociated from it so when I talk about it it doesn't sort of dredge up a huge emotional burden because I've found a way to live and I can talk about it openly and it doesn't upset me but when I saw those questions being asked of that girl I just thought there's probably other girls right now currently living that kind of situation and when you're surrounded by that kind of response to something it then it then would make other people feel scared to speak out because if they're seeing such a negative response to someone who ha- also had evidence, we're not just talking about yeah. someone who was yeah. like, and 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 people's word is enough to be believed. But Absolutely. there was full evidence to back, and people still 
Questions. Were doubt, you know, casting yeah. doubt and questioning and, and saying, if this was true, then she wouldn't have acted this way. She would have left however long ago. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, <sighs> I, I don't I don't want to generalise, but a lot of that response seemed to be coming from other men. Mm-hmm. And there's no knowledge, really, of how difficult it is to get out of an abusive relationship yeah. unless you're in one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had those questions and, asked. So it is really difficult to kind of, yeah. I can understand where the anger came from um, because I had the same thing. It was it was men that were saying, you know, oh, you know, well, you won't let that happen to you. Don't be silly or, oh, you know, it's it's your business behind closed doors, that sort of thing. But then I also had, you know, friends um, who, to be fair, I don't really class as friends anymore, but at yep. the time were saying things like, I didn't think you would let that happen to you. And it makes you yeah. the issue then. So I understand where you're coming from there because it's so frustrating when people just ask stupid questions, basically, um, mm. because it is very triggering, isn't it, to to see it? And like you said, if I'm listening to that and I'm somebody who might be in an unsafe space or this might be happening to me, I'm. It's, it takes all the strength in the world to leave a situation like yeah. that. So then when you think on the other side, it's not going to get any better because you still have people questioning you. It's going to make you not want oh, to. God, yeah. It's going to make you think, oh, do you know what? No, Absolutely. they must be right. So I'm just going to stay. So yeah. yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from there. I think people just have no idea how scary. I, I don't know what world people live in to think that if you're in a relationship with someone and they are abusive, that if you go, I'm leaving, they're going to be like, okay, then. And <laughs> yeah. there's no cons- and there's no consequences of you trying yeah. to leave. Like trying to leave an abusive relationship is, is almost scarier than staying in it because yeah. yep. of the consequences that sort of come your way every time you do try and leave. Like it's not yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's, it's an emotional prison. It's not like the the partner is just like, yeah, cool, go then. Forget yeah, it's ya. all fine. Yeah. And that's you the know? thing. It's a psychological aspect <laughs> yeah. of it that you've already been damaged psychologically. So you are going to have those questions because those questions have been, those doubts have been yeah. placed there to make you think that you are wrong. It, uh, so like yeah, you said, it's absolutely. even more it's difficult yeah. to leave anyway. And then you've got to think of, will people believe me? And that's the worst thing to think that if I'm unsafe and I want to leave... But the other side is, well, will people believe me? That's yeah. the worst feeling in the world. We've actually, yeah, on a previous podcast, spoken about the whole, it's not just physical bruises, it's not just physical abuse. And it's horrific that, like, you're so triggered by, literally, I saw your post, and I think you'd literally post it within 10 seconds, I'd screenshot it, sent it straight to Farah, and was like, read this. This is everything we get angry and talk about and go why is it okay because also like you said to leave a relationship you're told you are worthless Mm. you are told you are nothing yeah so therefore why would I leave like I I had those questions of people saying to me oh couldn't have been that bad because you never left or you never did this and yeah you go well at the time I genuinely thought that was all that was meant for me and that's what I deserved and that you wouldn't have anything yeah yeah so it is it's like a it's such a weird place because you go, well, why would I stand up for myself? Yeah. Why, why would I leave? I think as well for people in, uh, you know, most um, high percentage of abusive relationships in yeah. any form are from those people who you think love you. Yeah. So that that love basis is established oh, yeah. first. 
So then, it's, you know, you're in this this place where you're supposed to feel safe and loved and warm and it's home and then yeah. all of a sudden things change and that's even harder to walk away from because that's the one place that you're not meant to feel that way. Yeah. So if it's happening to people who, you know, you've A, you've already fallen in love with or, you know, are loved by... It's a really yeah. hard situation to leave. It really, really is. And again, and, it's the psychological thing that people don't understand. Yeah. Like you said, you can't just be yeah. like, bye. And they're like, okay, sorry, it didn't work out. Like, it's not as simple as that. And it's that. not like you go in on day one and they're just abusive from no. the off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like there's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. You know, that sounds like a, a, a weird thing to say, but on, on that person's end, there's a lot of work that goes into like <laughs> into things no, before you're right. yeah. they start showing their true colors mm-hmm. yeah. and i do feel like um you know with physical all types of abuse are just awful if someone punches you in the face and you are bruised mm-hmm. you can say hey listen someone look someone's yeah. punched yeah. me in the face yeah. but when you're trying to explain how it feels to be emotionally abused no one can see a physical emotional scar yeah so it's sort of even in this day and age it doesn't seem to be and I mean we are obviously with the case that I was talking about are talking about physical abuse in some form yeah but even in this day and age it still seems that those emotionally abusive relationships are still not taken quite as seriously no no even though this, you know, they're so incredibly damaging, and it's the emotional side of things that over time wears you down, wears yeah. you down, wears yeah. you down, and you know when when you've also left that because I think I posted about abusive relationships quite a while back as a, a very different um, post. It was about coming out of an abusive relationship, really, and yeah. and that I thought as soon as I left that relationship I would be like I'm free whereas actually the truth is all of that stuff goes on for a really long time and it doesn't actually leave you and for me my journey was sort of learning to live alongside it rather than living in a world where it all just left and was if it Mm -hmm. didn't ever exist and you know for me and this is you know on quite a personal level but I think it's important just in case anyone else goes through anything similar you know, I came out of a a relationship that was quite sexually abusive. And that meant that, you know, in terms of the sexual experience itself, it tended to be quite, um, uh, quite violent and forceful. And that is a horrible thing. But then it did mean that when I moved on from that relationship, and when I was with my, my part, my next partner, you know, then having a normal sex life again, felt, it was was really weird to adjust yeah, to because yeah. all of because in that abusive sense it had been masqueraded as passionate and like the mm. desire was just too much and that's what oh. caused that behavior wow. so yeah. then you go back to what is like a normal healthy sex life and i was like what what does does this partner even yeah it's well, this isn't as passionate you know and it was it was, yeah. it was it was it was so weird because that was such a horrible experience and mm. the scar that it left was then being in just a healthy a healthy sex life with someone you know with with boundaries and it was safe and it was what what everything should be then in my head you know it and it's so messed up but it leaves you feeling like that person doesn't love you as much because it's not 
as extreme. Yeah. And so, wow. you know, there was therapy that went into that for me. And again, another one of the things that has led me to want to study that myself. Yeah. And whilst it is a personal thing, I'm, I am happy to talk about it because I want anyone else to know if they're in that situation and they've moved on from something similar and they're feeling the same that it's okay to feel that way and you will get past it how did you find like when you got with the next partner like were you really open about the whole situation were you like this is what I've been through and what were they like what was their experience with it how did you find were they patient like I tend to be no of course I tend to be a very open person in general um I hate lies and dishonesty you know even in terms of social media there's a lot of there's so much about it that I hate because it's just not a real place that we're living in yeah which is why I try to keep a lot of my posts even if I'm like and I've put a filter on the you know you know I want (laughs) people to know that everything is real so I've always been an open person and um my next partner was um a friend and sort of had seen me through the latter part of that relationship so he was already very aware of what had been going on so even just entering into the new relationship he was very cautious of it it might be too you know it might be too soon and it, it happened and I think sometimes with friendships those things do happen and they develop sooner than they would if you didn't already have a relationship in place but um he was very patient and understanding um and I guess I was lucky in that respect. And I guess yeah. maybe it did help that we had been friends already because yeah. he had seen me through a lot of it. Um, and I was trying, whilst he and I were friends and I was still with them, the previous partner, I was in therapy with that partner to try and sort of work out these problems. But that oh. partner, you know... Um, had such a problem with lying that we would be in therapy and just lies would be being told. And I was like, well, there's just no point. You know, this isn't, we're not, it's it's not, we're not going to come out of this. So, um, so yeah, I I think I was very lucky in that the person that I was with after was very kind and understanding and couldn't have been more, more the opposite in all of those in that in that way but that's um, so lovely but yeah you deserve yeah you do you do that's so lovely to hear and like just one of the reasons we do this podcast and we set this up was because it's so weird like I I look at you on social media um and I openly jealous of like you've been in everything like you've done dream shows dream roles like Jealous in the best way, Jealous like the live your like, like good for you, <laughs> yeah, like, like amazing. But it, you do, yeah. you look at people and you're like, they're doing, their life is perfect. They're a queen. Yeah. yeah. Like you in that picture you've got on your Instagram, you're in the Galinda bubble and like there's a stunning <laughs> picture of you in the King and I and like Phantom. These are shows that when I was at Italia Conti, I'd have given my left leg <laughs> to have been in the room for. And it's amazing that you are such a strong woman and you are talking about this and you've got a smile on your face and you are like, obviously listeners, you can't see Peach, but we're on Zoom. Um, <laughs> and you, the way you're talking about this is there is no self-pity here. You are literally, mm-hmm. it's really refreshing. And I think anyone who's in this situation who is maybe coming the out, out the end of it or not seeing the light, like, it's amazing who you are and what you're doing. Yeah, it's inspiring. It really yeah, is. Yeah, re- I just wanted to say that. And it's great that you did find a partner afterwards that treated you like you bloody deserve, babe. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's sickening what can happen. Like, yeah. I read your post and it really triggered me because I was like, you are, how, why would someone do that to mm-hmm. another human? And 
when I messaged mm-hmm. you and just said, would you talk about it? And I'm so, so grateful that you were like, absolutely. Because I do think we need to be more open, especially in yeah, our absolutely. industry. It's a very small industry. And a lot of people don't want to be seen as any form of weakness. We are. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. what's been, I mean, so there's obviously, you know, in terms of response, it's been a lot of support. What has yeah. been hard is also, not not hard, I don't mean hard as in like a, Oh, it's too much. I just, what's been hard is hearing all the stories that people have then come to tell me in response because that makes me feel horrendous. Like, because I want them to be okay. You know what I mean? So I don't mean hard as in like, I don't want to know them. I just mean hard as in I want those people to be okay. And it hurts me to know that it's, even though I know it happens all the time, it hurts me to know that it's happening absolutely as much as it is um and I am obviously glad that people feel like they can come to me and tell me those stories I mean I'm literally training to listen to those (laughs) to listen to people do that you know that's for for a living so um I'm I'm grateful that people feel like they can speak to me and then and then another difficult more difficult response has been that because one of the stories is about it is a small industry and about a person that a lot of people, you know, kind of know. And the people who know that that's about that person yeah. and know that they're like, oh, it's too uncomfortable. I can't because they don't want yeah. it to affect their friendship with that person and knowing that that person has that capability of doing something like that. Yeah. But I'm like, that's not that's not really my problem. You know, obviously, yeah. you're welcome to deal with it how you want. But it's upsetting to me that like that truth is it makes you feel uncomfortable in that you're like I don't want to hear about it because it makes me feel I don't I just want to pretend that that person isn't capable of that because really if you want to we all just need to know truths you know and I'm never going to name drop and I decided to move on from that and that's what I've decided and that's fine but I just think if you want to have friendships relationships with people great but you have to know the the truth behind it so like if if it's uncomfortable for you it's totally fine for you to know that truth and still decide to be friends and have a relationship with that person yeah. but that is the truth yeah like I'm sorry then it makes you feel uncomfortable it also made me feel really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah yeah you know <laughs> oh, going through gosh, yeah. it so so that's been a bit of a a bit of a funny one also um because it's yeah. almost like people are annoyed that they have to deal with that fact yeah yeah um, it's hard which is a funny place to be and I understand I think if I found something out like that about someone I was really really close to I would be like that is horrendous horrendous Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to process that you know not knowing that someone I cared about so much is capable of of something like that so I can understand that it's hard but it's just been like a funny reaction to then act like I'm yeah. the problem for having mentioned it, even though I didn't mention yeah. names. So it's not yeah. like I put the information out there. Yeah. Um, but that's been a bit of a funny one, and I guess it still shows what a weird place we still live in as yeah. as a society. Yeah, um, I was I was going to ask you actually, like, what do you think it is that people most like misunderstand about this subject? Like, why is it so taboo to even yeah. speak about? I mean, I you know I've been in positions where I've spoke about it openly. And not for any reason of like, oh, this happened to me. But, you know, if it's brought up, I'm happy to say I'm a survivor. More than happy. Um, yeah. But people kind of, it kind of does the whole thing of like, awkward. it kills the mood and makes yeah. everything awkward. And I'm like, hang on a minute. I'm not kind of, I'm not having a breakdown. Like we were talking <laughs> about the subject. We weren't just talking about sunshine. And then I went, this happened. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I'm trying to figure out like, is it that uncomfortable? 
Like, is that why it's so taboo? Do people not yeah. want to hear it? Do people, I don't know. Is it, it, it's a strange, it's a really strange one. And that's the whole point as well of this is to kind of make it not uncomfortable and to be able to ask questions yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. But I, what do you think now? Why do it's, you think it's so misunderstood? It's such a weird thing because obviously a lot of it happens behind closed doors mm-hmm. and especially kind of sexual abuse. It's, it's that whole thing of, oh, well, what happens in the bedroom is between you two and, oh, some people just like it like that. And yeah. that's just passion. It's just love. And you're like, no, no, no. It's psychologically wrong and it's hurting my soul as well as my body. And it's, oh, it's such a horrible thing because, yeah, it is taboo. We've had these conversations and you do, you say to someone... Oh, this happened to me. And they go, oh, oh, God, that was a bit awkward. Or she really brought the tone down. Or yeah. do you think that actually happened? And you're like, why is that a conversation that even needs to happen? But, and we've done it speaking to a lot of survivors who are ashamed. Mm. Like that, um, Farah did this incredible event. And we had a, a woman come up to us afterwards who spoke about it. And she was shaking, talking about her experience. Yeah. And she was ashamed that she'd been through it. Yeah. And we were like, is that why? Is that why it's a taboo? Because if you open up and you're like, yeah, this happened to me and I'm a survivor, you're labelled as one of them angry feminists or that. Yeah. And you're like, that's not a bad word. Like, <laughs> yeah. stop labelling that. People as use anger. that word so wrong nowadays. It yeah. really just stresses it's me out. It's labelled with anger. And yeah. it's like, no, no, no. We're peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what Equality, like, look at the definition. <laughs> yeah. But people go, oh, God. Oh, they just had an argument or this. And you're like, you just don't get it. And mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's, oh, I honestly have no idea. And it really angers me. Like I'm kind of sat here listening to your story and just, I'm gobsmacked by yeah. it. Like, and I think that's what I was. I think people think man hater, don't they? Yes. When it's like, well, we just want equality. We don't want more. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. the yeah. same as. <laughs> I just want to feel safe in my yeah. own home and I want to be loved. Which Why is, is a that? normal thing. That yeah. shouldn't be anything we have to ask for. It just should be. Yeah. That's how we should be treated it's, as I, humans. Yeah, it's I, I, for instance, I I say this. I was lucky that my abuse wasn't sexual entirely, um, but for instance, I'm now in a very happy relationship. I'm very happy, and he's amazing. He's very patient, <laughs> bless him. Um, but we we play for it one day, like as a joke, just mucking about, and he he like nipped my arm, and I literally I told you about this. I voice noted you straight away, Farah, and I was like this happened and I went mad I literally was like don't you ever do that and he was so hurt and mortified that he thought I thought it was malicious and he was mm. like hey we're playing we're having a muck about yeah. but if that's your I'm so sorry and he couldn't have done more and he felt such guilt then I felt stupid yeah because I was like I love you and you love me but I'm taking this past situation and putting it on you which is not okay and it's so hard like I'm I'm having therapy for a lot of stuff and it's oh God, I, I'm so glad that you are coming into like actually doing, like teaching it and yeah, being incredible. in this world. Like what an amazing thing to do because therapy has helped and it saved my mental health as well as my relationship because without it, I'm just self-destructive because that's what I'm used to. So it's it shouldn't be taboo. We should all talk about it. And it's amazing that you are doing that yeah. and you are trying to help others. Like just round of applause for Pete. We're yes. just smashing it. Yeah. <laughs> no. And for you and for to you guys for, you know, this podcast and the events and raising awareness and all of those things. Unfortunately, I do still think that we we live in a bit of yeah. an ignorant society. You know, mm-hmm. every yeah. time something happens to a girl, it's what was she wearing? Was she drunk? And, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 
I think for me as well, like I've, you know, and I'm not ashamed to say this at all. Like I'm probably what a lot of people would consider a fairly promiscuous person. And when you are that, then it's even harder to convince people that, <laughs> that like there's yeah. been any form of abuse or that someone could have taken advantage because the general reaction is then like, oh, um, do you think maybe they had the wrong idea or do you think you led them on <laughs> or, you know, because <sighs> they just assume that obviously like it, it, you know, oh gosh, the the dogs are about to have a bark. They're in. Um, they've obviously seen. They've obviously seen a bird. Um, <laughs> I love how you're like, no, um, come here. <laughs> We're watching their struggle I know, I'm on like, the stop zoom. Stop looking out the window. <laughs> but yeah, I just sort of. <laughs> I am. Um, I just sort of. I think that you know if. I mean, you can barely be like a relatively promiscuous woman without people being like, oh, you know, yeah. now I think people say she belongs to the streets or things. Oh, you know, that's the sort of, that's, the, that's that's what I seem to see the TikToker say. I don't have TikTok, but that's that seems to be oh, what, what, the, what the news saying is. I mean, and I'm like, wow, like, but why? it's still fine for men, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why, yeah. we're you know, we're still living in a very backward society and it's totally fine. It's totally fine for them to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and again, you know, you and you and you say something like that. You say it's totally fine for men to do whatever they want, and people go angry feminists. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> no. no, I don't want more. I just want us to be treated exactly the same. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally it. I'm paid so, the same while we're on that subject, but anyway, so that's a different podcast. <laughs> you know, it's just baffling. We're still here. Yeah. Like you just reminded me of. You probably all are going to love this reference. But do you remember Christina Aguilera's stripped album? Oh my God, I oh, love yeah. that. God, I was obsessed. Okay, throwback. Throwback. <laughs> but there was that song and it literally, those were the words. It was like, if a man can have how many women a night, he's a player. Whereas a woman's a, yeah. to quote, sorry, but a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> how uncool yeah. is that? Yeah. Isn't that, great? that was really uncool. She Thank did it in you. air quotes as well. <laughs> Nobody can see, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. And that was what? That was 10 years ago, that album? Yeah. Was that the Lil' Kim one? Do you mean yeah, the, the one? Kim oh, one. Yeah, the Kim one. Surely longer than that. It's surely yeah. longer when than 10 years. When on earth did that it's... album come out? It but m- yeah, it must have been longer than that. She was definitely. preaching it then. I feel like it was about like 2001. Oh, like, I feel God. like it's maybe 20 years old. <gasps> My days I'm old. I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like, look at the Spice Girls. We love the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Like, just absolute... Disclosure there, we are obsessed, maybe, is the right word? Oh, well, that's you begin it, like, <laughs> Health girl, power girl power from, like, yeah. being a little kid. But Jerry was always, there was always comments about her outfits and, like, her yeah. being promiscuous and this and that. Whereas, I'm sorry, but do you think Take That were going home alone every night? Like, mm. and Backstreet Boys, oh, God, they were fit. Do you think, but, like... Well, that's the thing, like, <laughs> Take That had, you know, dancing in the rain and the videos yeah. with the tops off and see-through stuff on, and oh, it's like... Oh, off they go. <laughs> <laughs> they know I what know, I'm talking the boys, about. They're annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> they're annoyed. They're like, we agree. We agree. We agree. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. It's box of agreement. <laughs> We've got a furry fan base. I yes. like that. Well, Peach, thank you so much for coming on. And um, before we leave you, just uh, give us a, a shout out of your socials and where people can find you. And if you want people to find you, you might be like, oh, everyone, please go away. <laughs> um, but yeah, give, give us your plug. Sure, absolutely. Um, I am on Instagram at peachcoin, um, coin, C-O-Y-N-E, um, and Twitter at mazcoin. I didn't make it simple. I didn't have everything <laughs> as one handle. And that's it, really. I don't really do Facebook, so I don't even know what else there is now. It's just Instagram and Twitter for me. Yeah, um, smoke pigeons and that sort of stuff for me. I'm in it. 
you know. Wow. Send smoke signals and pigeons. Oh, I don't have a TikTok no. or. <laughs> good, good for you. I don't babe. do Snapchat or. Good for it's you. just Instagram. So Instagram is mostly. Um, you know, odd bouts of truths. Other than that, it's just memes and stories of the dogs. <laughs> Love that. I'm so in for yeah. that. I'll be yeah. uh, following you as soon as we get off here. Now you mentioned that. I'm like, yep, dogs <laughs> and truth. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're an absolute dream. Um, yeah. No, thank you for having thank me. I really you. appreciate Woo. it. Thank you so Yay. much. Bye. 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 Wow. That was Peach Coin. Yeah. Thank you so much, Peach, for coming on. That was incredible. An incredible, incredible story. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit overwhelmed, I'm not yes. going to lie. I think we're going to actually have to take a little break after this and yeah. just uh, have a moment because, um, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> amazing. She it, is, oh, she's an inspiration. When we say overwhelmed, you know, it's, it's those emotions and yeah. the fact that, again, she's, she's not here to kind of name drop or anything like that she's here to tell a story and she's like and she's doing all these things with sex therapy and just bettering herself and her life it's so inspiring yeah and i i know she said you know people keep saying she's um people keep calling her brave but (laughs) she she is is. she is brave and i applaud you yes absolutely incredible keep telling your story because it will genuinely help so many people yeah so many people yeah yeah i yeah i'm a little bit lost for words i think and that's really hard yeah to do for me which is a lot for us it's It's a lot lot for us to kind of feel like this but um in the the best way possible full disclosure like there was so many moments then when i was like she is unbelievable i am here raging mm-hmm. and shaking and wanting to cry for her and yeah. i it's and that's horrible that's actually probably not the right thing to say because it's not sympathy i'm not no no it's well, not they're your emotions yeah you, they're not wrong so you say what you want to say it's very triggering like yeah hearing it and and again it it's kind of what you're saying like listening to people's stories and being angry for them and yeah. you're like i wasn't this angry for me mm-hmm. no i'll I thought I deserved it, but yeah. this amazing woman who I don't really know, but wow, like that's horrific. And it's, it's quite horrible because you go, I, this is horrific that it's happening to so mm-hmm. many people. But so, I think we uh, need yeah. that though. We need the emotions. Like, we need to feel yeah. like this after, you know, and, and I'm yeah. sure everybody listening to it with us as well yeah. is feeling <laughs> the same. And that's the whole point because that's where the change comes. Because if we all just carry on and don't listen and don't feel, then nothing yeah. will ever change. So hopefully... We can start to change that very small, but it's a start. I mean, full disclosure, we have just had a little break and had a little uh, hold of hands, me and Farah, and a little bit of a breath before we came on to do this outro because it's it's Mm -hmm. Peach's story. We don't want to overshadow it with our emotions and how it is so triggering and it's awful she's been through that and it's a story that needs to be told. So thank you so much, Peach. Yeah. And we hope you're all okay (laughs) listening to the episode. We love each other and we love you all. We love you all. So to finish off the podcast, Mm -hmm. win of the week. Oh, that was like a nice... Oh, oh, I enjoyed it. Okay. Mike, who uh, edits our uh, podcast. That was great, (laughs) wasn't it? (laughs) He's like, oh God, these two, these two. (laughs) Why did I sign on for this? (laughs) Uh, Win of the week. Farrah, you've chosen our win of the week this week. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> right no okay 
Nat knows how I feel about my um, crime documentaries on uh, Netflix. Oh, good, And yeah. this is my little win of the week because it just made me, you know, you know when you've got something on that little notification bell on your Netflix and it's like coming soon or <laughs> what we think you'd like. <laughs> and mine's just like crime documentaries, like serial killer documentaries. Yes, um, I am okay, <laughs> but I just yeah. enjoy that. So I've been waiting for my favorite um, Netflix show to come back oh. for season two. And what is it? Do you know when you've just got a busy week and then you're like, I'm going to sit down and binge you at the end of this week like with that much passion that's exactly what happened and it's called catching killers okay and you know why i love it because they catch the killers it's oh, in the title it's not one of them where it's like and they're still on, on the, the loose. loose and you're like shit look did i lock my door like yeah. somehow they're gonna know i watched that episode in america and they're gonna get on the you know on the, the plane. plane and come and find me because they know i'm scared but with oh, this God. they yeah. find the killers and put them away and put them on death row and i'm like yes so I, <laughs> I swear she is a really nice person and not terrifying at all. Listen, guys. how many people out there are obsessed with crime documentaries? I know, like, yeah, on. my sister's one of them, so I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So yeah, so that's my win of the week because I've had such a busy week and I've literally was like, I just want to sit down with a cup of tea Ugh, and great. watch Catching Killers and watch all, all of them get put away. That's it, that's it. That was great. my highlight of the week. I need to get out more. No, that's a great <laughs> win of the week. And I'm sure there's loads of people out there that have gone, oh my God, I want to see that. So win of the week. Watch it. Catching Killers on Netflix. Thank you guys so much. We love you all. Love you. Woo. Bye. Bye. We do apologise if anyone was triggered by any of the dialogue we use today. We are still learning and we are only just beginning to talk about our own experiences. We're aware that trigger warnings are completely different for everybody. So please bear with us. We love you all. We also want to hear your experiences. If there's anything you'd like to share with us, any stories, anything you are happy to discuss on this podcast, you can stay anonymous if you would like. Please send us an email at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at takebackthebeat. Thanks, guys. We love you all.